Hello, it's Irliana Samsara back again with the next episode of Star Sound Speaks. As promised, the lunar eclipse, ah, the July 16th lunar eclipse, conjunct Pluto, transformative, purging, emotionally obsessive, wild and crazy ride, volcanic purging Pluto is on the doorstep of this lunar eclipse. Oy, oy, oy. All right, so buckle in. It's going to be quite a ride. Remember, anything that is being purged in your life right now needs to go, okay? All the things that you no longer serve you, whether it's your closet full of stuff, whatever, you know, that, that is not serving you, um, is, is leaving. And so here's the deal. I am going to, um, this is a temporary, in the, in the great tradition of Mercury retrograde, because <laughs> Mercury is retrograde, as if, if, as if the lunar eclipse weren't enough, right? We've got Mercury retrograde right now. And um, anyway, that Mercury is retrograde, and so that I'm going to do things over, right? Mercury rules communications. So this is actually not the official Mercury retrograde, I mean, the official lunar eclipse talk that I'm going to have uh, with you. It's just a little teaser, but I'm going to do more in the following episode. But just to say that lunar eclipse uh, is at 24 degrees Capricorn, and as if we haven't already seen in this outrageous eclipse window, the new moon solar eclipse, July 2nd, and now this one, in between, what did we see? The most unbelievable Never thought I'd see it happen, but thank God it did. Jeffrey Epstein getting, you know, the karma police, right? The chickens have come home to roost. Him getting arrested, his connection with Trump, with the Clintons, with, uh, you know, uh, this, that, and the other, with, you know, all the Hollywood royalty and British royalty, Prince Andrew, and all of these high-level figures, well, Capricorn rules people in high places. So the Capricorn, the Cancer Capricorn eclipses are definitely, um, you know, um, bringing all of this into focus for us. And it, and it is certainly a changing of the ages uh, with that Pluto riding along. This is, uh, this is, these are eclipses and this is a time in our life, everybody, that is, we've never seen this level before. This is, this is absolutely, um, you know, life-altering. And so, um, I, you know, I bring, I bring everyone back to the Notre Dame collapsing in April when Saturn, Pluto, and the South Node were all very, very the most tight with each other. They will come back and do that again in January. And, but Jan- April was our little, you know, preview, the coming attractions. And look what happened. Literally, the roof caved in. The roof caved in on the Catholic Church, you know, look at the symbology of it. Things that we had been there forever are no longer there. So this eclipse that's happening on Tuesday, more of that theme, that purgative Pluto. Pluto, you know, rules volcanoes. And if you think of lava being under pressure, that comes rushing up and out of the volcanic cone and comes down the side of the volcano and it's spewing lava everywhere and that fire burns and burns off vegetation and everything and trees and everything dies in its wake but of course when it's over that lava becomes the most outrageous mineral rich soil for new life to occur 
very, very high in minerals or miss minerals. My friend Ken Rolla, he would love to, he would want me to promote Ormus Minerals. Go to freshandalive.com. Learn about Ormus Minerals, O-R-M-E-S. It's a very Pluto conversation. Anyway, Pluto ruling volcanoes. Think about the symbology of that. This is, again, a time of intense transformation. It can be very upsetting. It's not a picnic, okay? This is not a happy, jolly la la la, Mr. Rogers experience by no means. Uh, and when we see of what is occurring here in the, in the world at large, institutions and things that have long since operated in secrecy, like Jeffrey Epstein and his finances and this, this sex, sex trafficking network, you know, among the high and mighty and the elite, you know, and, and look at what happened with Harvey Weinstein, you know, that, that completely changed Hollywood culture, and it's still evolving. Um, I, I feel that the Me Too movement is going to, there's another, um, you know, um, chapter occurring, another movement forward with Me Too, it kind of, you know, fell off the radar, so to speak, a little bit in the last six months or so, but now it's going to, it'll be back, it's back, and, um, and we already see it here, these young women coming forward with, you know, the tales of having been raped and molested by Jeffrey Epstein and, and his ilk. So, um, you know, that that is an example of this kind of outrageous, you know, these secrets that have long been held and that were, you know, th- those women were, they uh, they were not um, aware of the, um, of what happened, you know, of the plea deal that, that he received. And, uh, and it brought down another member of Trump's cabinet a few days ago, right? Alexandra Acosta, who was the lead attorney in the Southern District of Miami when that was all went through 10 years ago. He lost his job. He left. You know, it was, it was too much, you know, we obviously couldn't, couldn't stay there. Uh, interestingly enough, when he signed that, what was that, 2009, that was nine years ago. So that's like the half of the eclipse cycle, you see, that we're in. Eclipses are in cycles of about roughly 18 to 19 years, 18.6 to be exact. But, um, you know, so nine years around is like the other side, it's kind of like a full moon, right? It's halfway through the, the cycle. So it's interesting because that's when the north node was in Capricorn and the south node was in Cancer. Now we have the north node in Cancer and the south node in Capricorn, the nodes of the moon, which are the crossing points where the moon's orbit and the Earth's orbit intersect, uh, the the um, orbital plane. So not to get into the heavy science of it, but just to know that it's interesting, the cycles of time, pattern recognition, pattern recognition. That's what astrology really is. Time, you know, time cycles in nature and it's patterns, patterns and patterns. So numerical frequency, sound frequency, right? That's what was given to me. If you've listened to previous episodes of the podcast, I talk about how I had the name, how the name Star Sound Astrology was given to me in this quote dream. And um, it was basically the dream was you know, the information that was given to me was that everything vibrates with sound. Everything is sound and frequency. And so num- numerical frequency, numbers, sound, light, it all works together. The cycles of nature, the cycles of time. And astrology um, is, a, is, is the, we understand the navigation. We can navigate through these cycles and we can see pattern recognition. 
So anyway, we've got some very outrageous pattern recognition going on now, and it's going to um, continue. I really felt in the wake of Acosta's resignation this week that, my goodness, um, you know, it, it's very... It, 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 everything is moving exponentially faster now, and it's really the time to really, really come into our center like never before to do the work. You know, Saturn in, in Capricorn, Saturn demands effort, and Saturn rewards effort, but you got to put in the work. So, anywhere where you've not been disciplined in your life, you know, Saturn's retrograde now. It's been retrograde since April. It's saying, hey, go back and look at how you're doing with setting up powerful structures, discipline, accountability, integrity. Where is it missing? Go put it in. You know, so this is established boundaries that are healthy, that honor us, right? What's cancer? Cancer is self-care. Where are your self-care boundaries? What? You have none? Oh, you keep putting yourself last? Hmm, what does Dr. Phil say? How's that working for you? Yeah, not a good plan, right? So this is really getting serious about self-care ourselves. What constitutes uh, powerful, healthy relationships with boundaries, with families, all of that. So anyway... um, I just wanted to put that out there that, yes, we are in tumultuous times and very life-affirming. Why do I say life-affirming? It looks like everything's falling down. Well, it is. But in order to have a transformed society, we don't do this foo-foo-la-la, oh, everything's going to be fine, and just visualize a positive outcome. Yes, that's important to think positively, but you can't do that when there's an elephant in the room. And I don't mean elephant like, you know, Republican elephant, although I could easily go there, but I'm not making any political statement by saying elephant in the room, okay? You know, it's a, <laughs> that is actually a figure of speech. It's a little comic relief here. The elephant in the room, whatever you want to call it, or the, the horse that my, my mother used to say, oh, you're coming over, okay, I got to get the dead horse out of the living room, you know, like time to clean it up. Something's in the way. You can't have a transformed society if you've got stuff in the way. So the, what, I, what Pluto's purpose is to shine a light, shine a flashlight into some very dark spaces that have not seen light so it's happening now. It's really happening. And it's going to happen even faster and more intensely by the end of the year. So the Saturn and Pluto in retrograde right now in the summer, and you know, they'll be going direct. I know Saturn will be going direct in the, around the middle of um, September. Um, it's like it's it's like having the universe and and we, we are the universe, taking a step back going, okay, we're going to go through some outrageous transformation next year. We're going to go through this like portal, this stargate of opportunity, you could say. But in order to get through that and move through that effectively, we need to step back, check everything, you know, like before a pilot takes a flight, you know, they check their gauges, right? And so we're checking ourselves and making any necessary corrections before we move through that. We're going to, of course, I'm going to spend a lot of time talking about that um, in, the, in the weeks and months to come. But just for now, no. You know, what I'm feeling to tell you is, you know, you're, you're not alone. 
um, you have help. We all have help. We have help from our friends and family. And we also have help from um, the unseen worlds, right? Capricorn and, and all rules, you know, it's ancestral. So think about your ancestors, those who have passed over, your spirit guides, your, you know, if you have saints or gurus or masters that you um, feel very, you really resonate with, whether it's an indigenous tradition or any religious tradition, whatever you vibe to, whatever your heart vibes to, work with those ancestors. You know, they're, they're here to help us. Operators are standing by you know, <laughs> and the minutes are free, right? You know, it just doesn't cost anything. Ask for help. And so anyway, that's a kind of general statement I, I uh, am just making about this lunar eclipse. You have to remember too, lunar eclipses are about saying goodbye to things. The moon represents our past, past um, biological karma, our, our, um, our biological inheritance, our, our, our karmic, our, our, you could say, not karma per se, but um, it's our, the past in general, and also past habits and instincts and reactions and emotions too. Obviously, a full moon, we are very emotional. And with Pluto aligned or conjunct with the, with the full moon, that's, that's super intense. So give yourselves a lot of space. Yeah, this is a time when we're saying goodbye to old structures. Let them go. Be in faith. Know that there is something better. This is happening not to us, but for us. Remember that, right? When things get really hairy, you have to just have faith. And the, the Pluto energy also has a feeling of things being so big, they're out of control. They're like, like the forces of destiny are like sweeping us in this certain direction. So go with it. Be comfortable with the unknown. Cultivate and practice that. Uh, and whatever that takes to become more comfortable. Seriously, yogic practices, um, tai chi, yoga, meditation, there are, there are tools out there that will assist us and have, are designed to evolve us use them. Saturn is demanding effort. So use the tools that have been given to us by all the wise ones that have walked before us for thousands of years. They're everywhere. You know, I love to do yoga. That's That's been my thing for like, gosh, 30 years. Um, so yoga is my life. And pranayama, which is um, breathing practices, dynamic breathing practices, all of these things elevate the consciousness so that when stuff happens, we're staying calm. We're walking through this dust storm, you know, with, with peace, peace of mind and clarity. I cannot hammer enough how important that is right now and how much more important it is going to be as the months roll on. So anyway, having said that, uh, let's see. The, um, some other things that we want to be aware of is, you know, Capricorn is a, it's called a cardinal sign. It's a sign of leadership. 
And so it rules governments and, and society and the structure of society and people in high places. It also rules the economy and corporations. So this lunar eclipse in Pluto is definitely highlighting all of the above. And it is in the USA's birth chart. It is in the, um, this particular lunar eclipse. It's going to be in the second house. With the second house rules money and stock market and um, personal possessions, personal f finances. And so that's eclipsing, right? It's like the, the things that we value are coming to a close. There's a new level of value that is asking to come, it is coming forward, whether, whether you want it or not. <laughs> it's the forces of Pluto. It's coming for us. And so we want to align with life giving, right? Remember I said about Pluto with the rich lava soil? It is life giving, life giving energy. So we want to align ourselves with values that are sustainable. So for example, you know, uh, solar panels and and solar, you know, green technology, the Green New Deal. That is a, a classic example of, of, of an example of this initiative of aligning with regenerative, sustainable business practices and the earth. So again, this is, uh, this is all of the movement forward is toward sustainability and things that renew like solar energy and, and such, you know, wind and solar, rather than, you know, the petroleum and coal, which are very, very damaging to the earth. And I think we all know, you know, the earth has had it with all that, with climate change and the, the, um, the, the, the devastation that has occurred. And so we're now turning a leaf. We're turning a leaf on, on the way in which we have sourced our energy and our resources and certainly in the USA's chart, second house, you know, that's, that's also banks, banking industry, banking system. So, you know, we saw this darkness come to light about Jeffrey Epstein and his connection with all these high and mighty people in the USA and the UK. Well, guess what? It's, it's you know, that and more, like the banking system, all the corruption and manipulations of the banking system, the banking elite you know, the fact that billionaires keep reaping more and more profits and squeezing out the middle class. Do you think that's sustainable? No, we know it's not. And so this is like the chickens have come home to roost. It's time to shift gears. And when we don't do it, the universe does it for us. So there we have it. And if we resist, it's just going to be painful. But we have resources that will assist us in moving forward. You have to remember, there's always help. And when you leave something behind or it gets taken away from you, it's because there's something else that's ready to emerge. It's kind of like the, the analogy that I've used in the past about a bad tooth. You know, the bad, the, the, uh, the tooth is, needs to be removed. Or let's say not a bad tooth, we'll say it's the baby tooth. That when you have this, you know, when you're seven, eight years old, you're, you now start getting your secondary teeth. Well, those baby teeth served a purpose, but after a while, they're no longer useful. In fact, they're in the way. So this is the, that's when the second teeth come in and that process is painful, right? You, you remember when you get them as a kid and it would hurt like hell, you know? And so it's a process. It doesn't happen overnight, but when it does, and when that old baby tooth finally 
falls out, there's something new in its place that is sustainable and that will stay forever called your adult teeth, you see. So we're kind of in that process now, if you use that analogy. And uh, anyway, so that's, uh, that is, um, you know, a little bit of a, my, my riff on the lunar eclipse. Um, it's, and it will be uh, very much so, um, you know, um, again, we'll be seeing more of these themes later when Saturn and Pluto in the south node, all in Capricorn, come together toward the end of the year, December, right? The next eclipse will be in December 26th. We'll have a, a solar eclipse at um, four degrees of Capricorn. So we'll talk more about that as, as we get closer. But um, the, the big kahuna is going to be when Jupiter joins the party. So it's Jupiter, Saturn, the South Node, and Pluto, all in Capricorn in January 2020. That is showdown at the OK Corral. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I, you know, I could talk for hours on that one. Um, but we will definitely be covering more of that later. But for now, I just wanted to give you these words of um, wisdom, hopefully. Hopefully you found this enlightening and inspiring to know that, um, you know, these forces are there for us. And again, when something is taken away, something better comes in and it's sustainable. So being in faith is has a huge has a lot to do, a huge amount of, uh, a huge factor in, in all of this transformation. So anyway, uh, that's all for now. And I will um, absolutely follow up with, um, with more information like dates in my next one. I can do some dates of activation that I, I want to give you. I don't have them handy right now. But anyway, so that's that. And um, Let's see. And so um, hopefully by now, um, if you heard me on the previous podcast, I talked about the astrology and the symbology of Toy Story 4, which was absolutely kind of visually spells out this transfer of this outrageous transfer of power of the archetype from divine masculine to divine feminine, and then having them work together in tandem you know, so that's a very great theme. But like I said, if you haven't seen Toy Story 4, you know, don't listen to the previous podcast until you've heard Toy Story, seen all the Toy Stories, and then, uh, and Toy Story 4, before you treat yourself. It's worth seeing, and it's definitely speaking to our time. So anyway, that's all for now. Eriliana Samsara here, Star Sound Speaks, starsoundastrology.com. You are welcome to um, leave me a message about the show. We'd love to hear from you. We always love hearing from people. And uh, my email address is earliana at starsoundastrology.com. And um, you can just go to the website and shoot me an email. Love to hear from you. Many, many blessings. And um, yeah, stay safe. Stay safe and um, be calm. Use this energy wisely and to transform, not to destroy, but to transform. Remember the lava, the light coming out of the volcano, right? Use that light wisely. That light, focus on what it's bringing, the life that it brings eventually. So anyway, that's all for now. Big love, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you. Bye.